Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to another week of They Talk A Good Game, your favourite rugby league podcast, probably. I'm <laughs> one of your co-hosts, Lockie, and I'm joined, as ever, by the wonderful Harvey. Oh, thank you very much, Lock. It's a pleasure to be here. Very excited. Footy is back. We're in the middle of the season now. We've got to stick with it through to September. Cheer our teams on. We're well every in the thick weekend. of it, hey? Yeah. Two weeks in, well in the thick I of it. I can't even think back to the summer where there was no footy on at the weekend. No. It feels like so long ago. No, no, no. Yeah, no. It's, it is crazy. It immediately just the switch turns the moment that round one happens. You, now we're just we're immersed. We're in it. And coming up, I, f- I feel like round three is quite a quite a crucial round, in my opinion. I think round one and two, I mean, maybe we're a bit biased saying this, but don't mean much <laughs> no, round one no, and no. two. <laughs> don't mean too much. Uh, every team is just finding themselves, really. So, But round three, no, if you're, still, if you're still getting destroyed in round three, it's no longer just pre-season jitters. Yeah, I think so. And I think know. losing three on the bounce... Oh, oh, that would you for, know if if our teams comp- were to do that, that, if they were, that would be terrible. It would be horrible. It would as be horrible. You say. Um, yeah. it's not something that any team wants. Equally, winning three on the bounce is like Oof. a massive bonus for your side. Yeah, momentum and everything carries through the season. You don't want to be losing games, no. and every game that you lose now, points that you drop is something you're gonna have to make back later in the season. So, yeah, yeah. Speaking of speaking of those streaks, mm. before we even get into the matches that took place over the weekend. I want to just quickly talk about the ladder. Yeah, and oh. there are four teams currently that are two from two, four teams that are none from two. And there are probably a couple teams in amongst each of those bunches that we probably expected to be in the other group. Yeah, for sure. At the top um, of the table. You know, and- yeah. All the teams that are undefeated so far, the Panthers we expected, the Storm we expected, but the Knights we did not, the Broncos we did not. And teams that are haven't won yet, the Tigers we probably expected, to be there. Warriors, we probably expected to be there. But the Rabbitohs and Manly, your mm. boys, down there with us, down with yeah. us, the cellar dwellers. How, you know, obviously, you've spent a bit of time there, did yeah. it last year, so no worries yet. If we didn't have the start to the year last year that we had, where we went 4 and 0 or 0 and 4, uh, you'd be quite worried. I'd be quite worried, but. You I were think, quite worried last year, I think, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly after a month, but two weeks. Here's is, the difference, though. Well, last we've got year. Tommy. And that that's even more worrying. <laughs> I know. Because last year you didn't have him. I think we're missing Schuster quite a lot. <clears> and <throat> I think we're also just underdone. Yeah, Like other done. teams are just better prepared. I You've think- also, and you know, not to not to sort of take away from anything. Wait, who'd you play in round one again? Who did, who did Manly play around? Panthers and the Roosters. That's right. So they're two tough teams. That's right. So two you know. teams that I'm expecting to be right up the top. We haven't played the, the Tigers yet. We haven't played the Bulldogs <laughs> or the Broncos. haven't had your free win against the Tigers yet. So Exactly. You know, It's as good as a bye. It's as good as a bye. Speaking of, Tigers and the Warriors go head-to-head this week, potentially based on current ladder position, almost a battle for the spoon. So that's going to that's gonna be a very exciting one. For, yeah, it could mean a lot come the end of the year. <laughs> it, could, it could actually mean a lot come the end of the year. Um two teams that want to stay as far away 
from the bottom as possible. But meanwhile, the Knights and the Broncos. I mean, the, these are the teams that each of us had tipped as our wooden spoon. That's right, yeah. Tip. I um, had the Knights, you thought Broncos. I'm more impressed by the Knights because I think they have a more well-rounded team. They do. That's gelled quite well. Somehow they've replaced Pierce. Somehow they've replaced Watson. Yeah. Uh, like Kurt Mann's been really good. Clune's been really good. The Even team without- as a whole has really lifted. Yeah. It wasn't a matter of just like replacing... It's not like they just said Clune replaces Pierce. No, like, no. They've worked know, it out. Man to replace Watson, but it's just... Even without Ponger on the weekend, they still look threatening. They looked, and they looked great. They look like a side with belief. And equally, the Broncos do as well. Like, not to take anything away from their performances the last couple of weeks. They're mm. winning back to... Well, they're back to winning ways, which the Broncos haven't been for such a long time. But it feels like they're more reliant on Payne Haas, Carrigan, yeah. Reynolds, certainly... And they've also been up against uh, Rabbitohs who are playing without Reynolds for the first time. And Bulldogs. And Bulldogs who are still finding themselves as a team. I'm worried about the Bulldogs. It is a bit worrying. They've got all these marquee sort of men. Um, young Matt Burton has a lot of responsibility. Addo Carr's captaining from the wing. It's opposite to the Knights where it was like, you know, we've lost some star plays, but we'll lift as a team and fill all the gaps between us. Yeah. Whereas the dogs, you know, it was always their strategy, I guess, uh, to just buy, buy, buy. Well, they will be such and a better team next year with Kikau coming in, with Marnie coming in. It puts that quality closer to the ball. Yes. And yes. I'm they sure- still lack a, a, a dummy half and a, and a strike sort of halfback. Yeah. I think Burton will go from strength to strength and take more control of the side, even though he's got the six on his back. Mm. Um, and he has been really impressive, as has Ado Carr. But I think their forward pack, like, it's big, strong, and scary, but it's not very consistent. There's a lot of disciplinary yeah. issues in there. Not that, you know, you want to look at people in that way, but Hetherington, Pangai Jr., Vaughan, Corey Waddell, they've all spent time suspended or out for mm. different reasons. Um and so whether they can put together consistent performances each week and lay a platform is a challenge. Yeah. But yeah, you know, Adokar may look at back at the end of the year and be like, well, I've got no clean ball. I had to do all the running out from our back 20 metres or whatever, doing long kick chases, kick returns. They could struggle. Yeah. Going into um, next week, going back to the Knights, um, they come up against the Panthers Next week. Huge test. And it could be, we don't know yet because team lists as of recording are not out. Mm-hmm. Um, Nathan Cleary could be named. The Knights, you know, it's it, much like the Tigers v. Warriors going to be that battle for the wooden spoon based on current ladder positions. It's battle for the battle for the minor premiership well, that's in round it. three. One of these <laughs> sides is going to be three from O to finish the week. And I mean, money's probably on the Panthers. They've been super impressive. Isaiah Yo's just stepped up so yeah. much. You really see how influential he is when Cleary's not there. Absolutely. Like, He's like a big halfback in the middle of the field, just getting the ball, shifting from right to left, it allowing Luai to yeah, really sort of run. He takes it so deep into the line. And yeah. he can do it consistently. He can get up and take that hit up again and play that pivot in the middle of the park, right up until the defensive line. Whereas, you know, your smaller halfbacks, they'll take the line on and they'll keep them guessing, but they're not going to be doing that two, three times in a set. Yeah. If you've got a player like Isaiah, you know, when we talk about it, it's the modern lock. It's unbelievably valuable to a side. And if you're utilizing it well, well, maybe you don't need a halfback. 
Mm. Maybe that's what the Panthers are showing. Not to take anything away from Sean O'Sullivan, yeah. who's been doing fine at halfback. No. But um, yeah, I think Penrith will probably edge out the Knights. But who knows? Because we had written the Knights off to begin the year. Who knows? Who knows what's going on? Continue to surprise us, but I'm they sure. Look, yeah, it, feels, it doesn't feel just like it's a, a random sort of burst of form at the start of the year. Like It looks like they've got the foundations to... To you know, to to go far into the competition this no, year. No, they they look genuine. Yeah, and I'm impressed. Yeah, impressed, surprised, but one of one lasts. of the many teams that has that likes to prove me wrong on my predictions and tips. Mm. <laughs> um, I think just before we get on to the fantasy and tipping champions for the week, yes, we need to you know both our teams are none from two, Harvey. That's right. If we're fair, Dinkin, we got to just have each have a bit of a rant right now okay. about what's going wrong. About you know what this you know what's happening. Would you like to go first? I'll get it out the I way. I can go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not want to? We just got to have a bit of a rant, don't you reckon? Yeah. Well, look from Manly's perspective, I think that when we struggle in the opening 10, 15 minutes, then DCE and Tommy try to do everything, mm. and they go beyond their role, and that is partly because they're not trusting the players around them as much, and then the systems fall apart and everything. Like, the amount of DC, times DC took the ball into the line, took a hit up on, like, fourth tackle or something just because he's trying to create something. And then he's out of position for our last. Mm. It's just, like, brain fades like that are really costing us. Yeah. Discipline, I think, needs improvement. But I equally think, not to rant just about Manly, but the refs as well. And not to say they're bias in any way but I think the game the amount that it's changed in the last couple of years has made it so much more harder to ref at least consistently and I think the refs now who grew up learning how to ref the game as teenagers as young adults are now refereeing a different game Mm. and it makes it so much more challenging to consistently make the right calls and if you get a penalty now in your 40-meter line, which is the new rule, which is fine. But that then means that pretty much you get a full attacking set down in the opposition's half. Mm. Now, that's a big price to pay. And occasionally, it's deservedly so. But if it's not done at every infringement, then you get a big disparity because teams get all the possession down in the opposition's 20 for 20 minutes, takes all the energy out of them, and it's hard to get back into the game. And then the same incident could happen, not be given when they're coming out of their end and suddenly they've got a kick from within their 30 instead of getting a penalty being in the opposition's half. So my rant is partly about the refs. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was mostly about mostly the refs, about the I refs. think, just then. I don't want to rip into Manly too hard because I know we're going to come good, you know? Okay. The, the, the form's not producing itself yeah. at the moment. but yeah. You got the dogs this week? We got the dogs. We we're gonna win this week. Okay, and it's just you know we, once we get the momentum going, the connections firing again for the year. It's largely the same squad that finished in the top four last year. So there's no real reason why we should be dropping down as much as we have, other than we're just slow starters. We're missing Schuster, which I think's a big sort of attacking strike for our left. And also, edge. Des Hasler's a crazy man. You never know; he might have undercooked this team during preseason as some kind of broad scheme tactic to have teams taking them lightly to be finishing strong like what worked last year. He's a crazy, crazy man. Well, I, don't, and I love him as a coach. He is he, crazy he, and he has crazy ideas. Box. And I certainly think, 
I don't think he would have done anything to make us appear weaker. No. But I certainly think his focus is getting us playing our best footy at the end of the year. Mm. At the moment, you, I definitely believe that he's in the coaching sheds going, the results don't matter. What matters is that for these 60 minutes, we played how we wanted to for the rest of the year. And we had these 20 minutes where we didn't live up to our standards. And yeah. all his focus will be on the process rather than the outcome. Mm. I believe in Des, the mad scientist. I'll hand over to you for a bit of a Tigers <laughs> rant because yeah, sure. running out of air. Yeah, look, I, I, I don't have as, as many issues with the referees at this point because I, <laughs> I think every, I think every, um, I think every issue that the Tigers have faced in this short season so far have been their own fault. Um, so hard to hear. It, 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 yeah, I have, to, I have to admit it. You know, yeah, I, I, I know. I, yeah, like I think um, at, we're we're playing we're playing like a team that uh, doesn't like with no confidence, and it's it's out of hope, it's out of fear. We led led Storm last week. I think largely out of it's that sort of the 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 more likely we are to win a game going into it. So like sort of the weaker our op- opposition appears to us, the the more hope that we kind of get and the more kind of... More optimistic you are. Yeah, but then also like there's also like fear that comes when things don't go quite right or when the opposition shows up really on. Yeah. Which the Knights did. And, you know, we should have... Yeah, I think we just... It's this weird thing of still thinking of... Despite the fact the Knights went and had this great win against the Roosters last week, still not seeing them in the caliber of like a storm. But then the problem is you play storm and you've got no more fear because you're expected to lose, but but they're the storm. So yeah, it's like you're playing your best side. matches and working yourself the hardest to lose close against really quality teams. Yeah. Whereas you get fearful of making any sort of mistakes against teams that you feel you can beat and so and you end up down 18 to nil. So do you reckon whatever. if for this weekend pretend you hadn't played the storm round one or you were pretend you were playing the roosters or penrith coming mm. into the weekend and all of a sudden you're running out kickoffs one minute away fantasy world the team that runs out opposite you isn't the nut but it's Pen- no, isn't Penrith? But it's the Knights who you actually played. But you've oh. done all the prep. I think. I think those you won I think that game, or you would have played better. I think those are the matches that Tigers. That's where Tigers get their wins in matches like that, where the preparation is is right, as though it's like for a huge team. But then, yeah, they come up like against- when you played Penrith in Origin last yeah, year. You're up for you're Penrith. preparing for Penrith. Yes, but they're producing. Generous yeah. reserve grade. That's pretty much it. <laughs> That's pretty much the Tigers' mentality. And, you know, you hear it a lot, but I think a lot of that mentality you put down to coaching, you put down to, you know, the coaching staff, and it feels a little bit same old coming into this year, and I'm a little bit worried. And I think that at this point, it's only two rounds in, but especially if we go down to the Warriors this weekend, like it's quite crucial for us to get a win this weekend. Um but you know, if we go down to the Warriors this weekend, I think it's it's going to be a long and hard season for us. Well, I think they're in the really tricky position of obviously the board had the big deliberations about whether they were going to stick or twist with Madge, and they've chosen to stick. And they chose to stick, but that decision then should stand at least for 
10 rounds, you know, half a yeah. season. Oh, yeah. They At shouldn't least. now be in... No. We, we're sticking yeah. with Madge at the end of the year. I, we were sticking all through preseason. We were sticking after round one. We were sticking after yeah. round two. Three losses. I don't like... No. I honestly... No matter how bad a team is going, I don't like coaches getting sacked mid-season. I think, like, you've made the decision for who your coach is that year. And... Let them let them ride out the season. Let yeah. them try and get some sort of result for you, um, and, and then let and then if you have got plans to move them on at the end of the season, do that then. But have the new coach get a full preseason. You know, get to know these players, implement their. That's own. right because it's not just Madge going out; it's the new bloke coming in who's, who's the, yeah. you know coming in with a squad that's low on motivation, having lost a bunch of games to begin yeah. the and year. Then that's their and start. they've got and that's six pretty months much to try and produce some magic when yeah. you know they could be coming in fresh faced fresh ideas and everything but That's away it. from the coaching staff do you have any thoughts on playing personnel i'd know the spines in a constant shake up at least till dewey's back until yeah um it's yeah looks like it'll be hastings and brooks and the halves I, I i still i still really do like hastings in our team he's the one thing that i'm sort of looking to honestly jackson hastings and Ken Mamalo are the two guys that wow. I look at and go, I'm happy that they're there. Yeah. They make it look less bad than it would. Because, I mean, against the Storm, Mamalo got a double. He almost had a hat trick just from all of a sudden us having an option to kick to a winger who's tall and could, you know. It's pretty handy. Play like a Coates, like a Saab, like a Tupo. Um, so I like him being there. And Hastings, you know, he's not, he's, I think he's just, he's, how do I describe it? He's, he's dynamic. Not, he's high energy. He's dynamic and high energy. But he's not, like, as an individual, he's not, like, the fastest guy on the field. He's not, like, he's not the most uh, sort of dynamic player, when, like, on his own. Mm. But I like that in a halfback because it means that he's not just thinking about running it himself and hoping for the best and chipping and chasing. Like, he's constantly thinking about setting up the people around him. He's a facilitator. He's a facilitator. He creates the space and the opportunities for the players around That's him. That's right. And yeah, so I, I like that he's there and I think that he was a great addition. So, so far, so far, so good mm. from him. I think they need to figure out Peachy's role in the team. I, I was saying that put him straight at lock. They're using him as a 14. He had to play a bit of center on the weekend when Nofaluma went off with an HIA. Yeah. So he's sort of come in and is doing that classic Peachy play anywhere sort of position. But I just think for the Tigers, you need to, for our sake, like he needs to have his position Yeah, I think he needs, down. And he needs to be disciplined in it, you know, because yeah. he can do all those positions and he is versatile. Yeah. But he's a better player when he knows his role That's right. and, and, he, and he plays to it. Yeah. In other clubs, you know, maybe he is a better 14. But for the Tigers, I think he's got to be a 13. Sure. Yeah, I just think we need him there. I think I think you will end up moving Hastings to Hooker when to hooker. Dewey comes back. I don't think you'll move Brooks there. I think Brooks will stay as long as he's contracted. He'll be in the starting side. I think I think Dewey will end up in the centres. Oh, just I would hate to see that. But I don't think he'll necessarily be wasted there. It's it's like a burden. It's like you know, it, it's yeah. I I don't think I. I He's, he does do Is well in the Is there a bit centers. of a renaissance of the, the strike centre? It's more like a playmaker, like a third playmaker yeah, in the way that... bit of an inside centre, a bit of rugby union. Yeah, because you know? it's proven really 
lethal. I know Valentine Holmes is moving into the centres. Yeah, and Tommy Trebojevic's role in New in the Origin team is is that um, yeah. the strike, yeah, playmaker centre. It, it sort of makes sense given that we've talked about the modern lock being first receiver, taking the ball into the line a bit more. Yeah. It means your halfback 5'8", the standing second, third receiver. So having those options out wider in the centre roles where they're making more decision-making creatively moving forward because mm. that's where they're exploiting the space when right. they bring everyone in. It just, if you can have a centre that can kick, that can do a cutout pass, can step on his inside foot, all that stuff, just yeah. really valuable. No, so maybe Dewey will prove I think what? so. I think he'll replace James Roberts more likely than not. I haven't been mega impressed with Roberts. He, he Give me a- the jet! Well, yeah, I just I I think he's a winger. I've, I've been saying it since we signed him. I think he's now a winger. In in as the game evolves, he doesn't have the playmaking capacity to be at centre anymore. Yeah, and that's why I like Dewey there because I think that that's actually it would it would transform our edge. Mm. So anyway, before we move on, yeah, there's one last rumor that I've seen going round, but I've not seen anything official. Okay, that Tuolangi, you're coming to Tuolangi, yeah, yeah. Young second rower alongside Lei Lua mm. is signing for Manly for three years. I'm pretty sure it's already. I'm pretty sure the deal's done. I'm pretty well, sure I'm it pleased. is official. Yeah, is it? I think it is. Yeah, for Good. 2023. And I'm furious because I can't believe you've let both your second rowers go. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Well, well, this is the thing. The Tigers were putting all their eggs in the Sean Bloor basket, who's now out for most of this season. That's yeah. why Tuolangi's got the the starting the starting role. role. But I've rated Tuolangi ever since. That last year's trial game yeah, against yeah. Manly, which when is probably where Des scouted him, because he was he was huge in that game. And me and my dad all year were saying, "When is he going to see some first grade?" He finally made his debut off the bench. He played about ten minutes. It was such a waste. And he, you know, now he's starting, and he's been one of our better second. He's one of our better forwards. And it's like, well, he only got the chance to start once he's already on his way. Like, yeah. how shit is that well, for a Tigers just, fan? To clear, yeah, yeah, it's, it's shit for a Tigers it's, it's fan. So it's shit exactly right. Yeah. Because yeah, he's, he's going to be awesome for you guys. I know, right? That's yeah. very, very excited. He's going to come in starting second row probably, or maybe off the bench. Schuster goes into 5-8-4 and retires. Well, I think also like Des is making, is just sort of, it's at this point he's making a mockery of all of the last few um, coaches of the Tigers because he he got the best out of Marty Tapao. He's got the best out of Taniela Paseca, who was once told he'd never never make first grade. He's been good. He's been huge. He's just a big body, you know. Like and he did well with Sirinan as well. Sirinan and so and he's a, so he's seeing that Tigers have talent, but he's he also hasn't seeing, quite got the best of Aloy yet. Yes, but he had a big injury. He's had a bit of COVID boxing. COVID boxing yeah, takes it <laughs> out of boxing. You. That's true. His mind's elsewhere. Yeah. Anyway. Well, enough ranting. Yeah. Good let's rants. Talk about, let's fantasy go, let's go and, fantasy tipping and tipping because we have to congratulate our fantasy uh, coach of the week, which this week is Cooper G coaching the Fifidia NRL FL wow. team with a score of 833. There were lots of people really close, a few like with 830, 831, but 833 is the winning score this week. So congratulations, Cooper. Congratulations. Had Payne Haas as captain and got huge points from Harry Grant, got 61 at hooker. Yeah. Nico Hines got an 84 this week. God, Nico's been impressive, hasn't he? Man, not not, not in the uh, goal-kicking area, but... 
I mean, he was on the one that it mattered. He was impressive. Exactly, but, right? But he, I was only in that position because of all the misses before. <laughs> but yes, my God. Uh, yeah, Sharks are on, on, the, on a winner there. That's right. And for our tipster of the week, congratulations to Graham, who's actually got his tipster name as Sack Madge. So that is a message going to the yeah. Tigers board. <laughs> Listen up. Sack Madge says, Graham, he's tipped seven out of the eight this and week. And he clearly knows his footy as obviously, well. He's obviously. He's got seven, seven tips, right? That's it I'm with sure a margin of Madge 14. His tipping I do not know how well Madge does with a tipping comp. If, hypothetical, all the coaches were in a tipping comp together, who would win? Um, uh, well, they'd all tip their team. Mm. Each week, so the teams that lose a lot are therefore inhibited because they're they're yep. never going to get an eight out of eight. Yep. So you know, probably a Bellamy, maybe a Robinson. I don't know. Interesting. Well, yeah. What do you reckon? Who would win? Probably Bellamy. Yeah. He <laughs> probably good. he's good. Isn't he? He's good at most things. He's good at most things. <laughs> yeah. He'll probably tip pretty well. But no. Well done to Cooper, our fantasy coach of the week. Well done, Graham, our tipster of the week. Beautiful stuff. Keep the tips coming. Keep your fantasy coach strategies alive. It's a long season to go. Yeah. But Let's... we'll be back after the break. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And we're back. Um, <laughs> we're back with, uh, with uh, now it's time for predictions league. It's, it's what everyone, everybody loves, everybody's looking for. I still need to make a theme tune for that. We'll That'd get onto good, that. Yeah. yeah then we can go. Yeah, cool. Sweet. We'll edit that in. Think of something. Um, Sweet. If, if there's something there, then that means that went a bit harder on the edit this week. We'll see. <laughs> um, otherwise, you know that it, it's coming. Um, predictions league. Yes. So let's go over what happened last week. Um, every prediction that you, I, and our Patreon members made was wrong. Congratulations all round. All round. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. Can't win them all. Uh, they were all pretty bold though. You know, I think yours was the most bold. It was worth seven points. Mine was the most basic as expected. Worth four points though, so not it's even that, good. not even yeah. that basic. Uh, just to reiterate, um, my prediction was that there would be no field goals successfully kicked. I was made to look a fool within the very first <laughs> game of the round yeah, by, by Ryan Pappenhausen and Latrell Mitchell. Basically, three points in that match were off field goals. Oh. So yeah. yeah, I was already already gone. Um, and then I think the next one to go was Tim, uh, who is currently leading our predictions league. He said Latrell Mitchell and Damian Cook would both score a try. Uh, neither of them did. Unfortunately. So didn't get the points there. Didn't get the five points that were up for grabs. Your tip was Cowboys would defeat the Raiders. That happened. Yeah, I was very excited at this point. Yeah. 
You said upsets are on the cards. <laughs> Tigers would defeat the Knights. Yeah, I see. Ponga was even ruled out, and uh, I was like, maybe uh, this is gonna happen. Yeah, you it can't, didn't. Can't <laughs> can't include Tigers winning in any predictions anymore. Um, no. Unless, but you, you it's, do. It's bold. Big points. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't get your seven points there. And then Nikki, who's now the latest addition to our predictions league on the Patreon, said the Seagulls, said our teams would win, basically. Said Manly would defeat the Roosters and the Tigers would defeat the Knights. And neither of those happened. That's a nice thought. Nice thought. It uh, was worth week. five points, but gets zero. So now the ladder. Tim is at the top with four. Then I'm second with one. Then you and Nikki equal third on zero. So lovely. join the predictions league because... As, as we said, you can you catch you, up pretty you can be quick. very competitive. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's all done. Now let's make our predictions for this week. Another week comes around. I know it's very exciting. Very exciting. I well, like this a lot more than the bold, the basic, and the brilliant. Yep. There's lots, lots of good games on this weekend. Yeah. Again, hard to predict. I'm still on zero. <laughs> I'm going to get straight into my prediction because it might need a bit of explaining, but okay. hopefully it makes sense. Okay. I reckon that all the games this week are either going to be really close or they're going to be a blowout. So the margin for every single game is either going to be single digits or 20 plus. Wow. So nobody, no game finishing with a margin of 10 to 19. No margin between 10 and 19. They're either going to be nail biters. There's going to be one try between them. Maybe eight points, nine points even. That's a good one. But if if it's going into double digits, it's going to be 20 plus. Wow. There you go. There you go. Interesting. Interesting one. Um, I just want to quickly have a look at the matches that are on this week. That's a good idea. And good I, idea to I, I do wanna, that live. I want to hear, <laughs> I want to hear just quickly rattle off to me whether it's going to be close oh, yeah. or okay. a blowout. Yeah. Okay. Done. Dragons v. Sharks. Close. Tigers v. Warriors. Close. Rabbitohs v. Roosters. Close. Panthers v Knights. Blowout. Ooh. Storm v Eels. Blowout. <laughs> Raiders v Titans. Close. Okay. Broncos v Cowboys. Blowout. And Seagulls v Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be margin of 40 plus, I reckon, for me. Okay. Like. All right. Okay. And now it's time for my prediction. Um, once again, probably more basic. It's only based on one match. Mm-hmm. The match I'm basing the prediction on is Tigers v Warriors. It's a good game. Uh, 50 plus points total scored in the, in, match. in the match. In the match. By Tyrone Peachy. But yeah, just <laughs> by, by Tyrone Peachy. Yeah. He'd need a lot of tries. He's not <laughs> kicking it. goals. Um, no, yeah, just in general. 50 total match points. Tigers v Warriors, not a def- it's not a defense game, is it? It's, no. it's, an, it's an attack game. The only thing that will let me down is if the teams aren't good enough at attacking, <laughs> which is it. very possible. But I just feel like Tigers and Warriors have always been two teams that – when they play, it's it's generally quite a try-scoring affair. Yeah. So, yeah, 50 or more points in that one. That's my prediction. All right. Well, we'll wait and see how many points are on offer for each of these predictions. That's very exciting. They'll all be on the Instagram along with all the other tips and predictions from our Predictions Patron, League yep. Patreon members. Sign yep. on up. All the details are on the Instagram at they talk a good game if you're interested. Until next time, Locke. Oh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bloody nailed that thing.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 